Stand By for Places presents The Mona Logs, written by Mona H. Yancey and directed by Josh A. Campbell. Tonight's presentation features Brittany Dosarte Chatman, Sire Foy Coles, Iyakano Ekpo, Juanita Federick, and Asha John, with sound design by Dunya Karam. Good evening, good evening, and thank you for flying the friendly skies with MHY Airline. <laughs> I am the hostess with the mostest, the number one flight attendant with unlimited frequent flying miles. I am Hope Yancey. Oh, yes. <laughs> MHY stands for Moda Hope Yancey. Don't ask me how I can afford this plane since it's none of your business. <laughs> and I'm not really Mona. I'm just standing there for her. <laughs> now, as you get situated in your seats, please direct your eyes up front to me. Sir? Hi? Um, uh, hello? Uh, sir, I need you to put your phone in silence while I go over these directions. It's for your safety, because if we all go down, well... It's everyone for the damn selves. We ain't coming to this world together, did we? Not for damn sure can't have you leaving with me. I'm guaranteed a spot in heaven. But I'll be sure to ask him about you when I get there. Ma'am, hi. Now, I noticed your bag is way too large to fit under that seat. So you're going to have to check that in for a fee of $45, okay? See? Now, this is what happens when y'all try to be slick like y'all do with that other airline who overcharges for bags. Yeah, hey, I've seen many of you try to use a book bag as a pocketbook just to avoid paying the fee. Although, hmm, I, mean, I, I can't say I don't blame you myself. <laughs> you know, those bastards, they don't even give you a drink of water. Hmm. But here on NHY Airline, we care about our customers when you fly with us. We'll provide food and water for a bundle package of $99.99, and we'll even throw in a soft comfort plush pillow and a blanket for an additional $19.99. Oh yes, you can have all of that and more aboard this spacious aircraft with room to kick off your shoes and get comfortable. <laughs> but not too comfortable now you're not at home. Okay. White people, <laughs> we don't have first class because, <laughs> well, we can't afford it, right? It's, it's not that type of party. Oh, and the captain would like for me to inform you that if you enjoy his flying, there will be a huge tip jar at the door as you exit the aircraft. Now, we're not asking, we're telling you to tip. <laughs> Life is a luxury, and so is our time when you're aboard this special aircraft <laughs> and uh speaking of special aircrafts uh, this is the only one we have so far and we're still renovating we do have air but we do ask that you use the air sparingly in 15 minute increments after that my assistant will come around with lovely handmade fans for just five dollars <laughs> listen every dollar counts to help keep this plane going okay and besides my services are not free. Uh, now, before we take off, I always like to say a prayer if that's okay with you, although I do understand that it's everyone's choice whether or not they want to pray or not. Right. <clears throat> Lord, Lord, I ask before we take off that you please bless each and everyone on this plane. Oh Lord, uh, 
father's heart. And, and I don't have time for the nonsense. I do have a release button that will set anyone free who decides to act a fool aboard this plane on today. Okay? Oh, yes. You will get the experience of flying the friendly skies if you don't act right. <laughs> and Lord, I kindly ask for those who have children if they could please step all the way to the back, preferably the bathroom, as I can't stand the noise. Silence their little voices, please, Jesus. And for the love of Jesus, I ask that anyone that uses the bathroom for any other purpose, that they use it discreetly, okay? This is not the Bunny Ranch at Vegas, okay? Although, it's been a while, I'm gonna have to take advantage of that, okay? Amen, yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy your flight, and once again, Thank you for flying with us. Ooh, child, I'm not going to make it out here. This sun is burning a hole in my back. Sit down here with me for a minute, girl. Lord, if you hear me, please allow me to go inside the house for a cold glass of lemonade and be able to sit down and put my feet up. Girl, this damn heat is insufferable. I need a break. What kind of so-called master is he that he makes us work well over 12 hours a day with one 10-minute break? Seriously? And tell me how come Josephine and her family get to sit up there on the porch while we are out in this damn field, pricking our fingers to suffer from arthritis in the future because of it. Well, let me tell you something, child. I'm tired and need sleep. Yes, I said it. And you know I loves my sleep. Working long hours in horrible work conditions with no pay. What the hell is this? I ain't no damn volunteer. Listen, there has to be a law against this type of inhumane injustice. Now, I say we get together with the rest of our enslaved brothers and sisters and protest because guess what, damn it? We are people who want and need equality. We got rights. I mean, just look at old Jimmy over there. He can barely stand up. This damn heat got him hunched over like a snail. And speaking of Jimmy, girl, did you hear his wife and daughter just up and left? Yes! Escaped this hellhole and couldn't take Jimmy with them because of his condition. <laughs> Allegedly damn shame. Now, I think she ran off with Bobby Mason with his fine self. And he's younger, too. But you didn't hear that from me. Now, Nosy Nancy has declared herself Jimmy's beneficiary. Girl, bye. I knew she was trouble from the moment she got here. Watch your back, because I don't trust her. She always prancing around here like she is the creme de la creme. <laughs> Whatever that means. I heard the mistress use that expression the other day in conversation, so I guess that means someone who swears they are all of that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. girl, here she comes, here she comes. Hey, Nancy girl! You is wearing that head wrap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm, damn thing sitting on her head like a limp dick. Okay, girl, see you later. Don't work too hard now. That bitch don't work at all. Hmm, sure does pay to be light bright these days. Get you in the house and in mister's bed. Oh, but you didn't hear that from me. She always kissing up to the mistress, too. And speaking of the mistress, have you seen that old battle ox lately? 
Girl, poor thing doesn't know what to do with herself when her raggedy old ass husband decides he wants a late snack every night at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something tells me he has a handful with Josephine and Nancy in the house. Poor mistress, walking around looking like she lost her best friend and her husband. <laughs> well, serves her right. How do you stand by and allow this nonsense to happen to people? I bet she would be up in arms if her precious lily white daughter had to be in these fields working. The sun would give her a run for her money because ain't no tanning lotion going to work on old Casper. <laughs> I tell you, mm-mm-mm, having white privilege is something, ain't it? I bet it feels like Christmas every day for them, especially when you have other folks doing your work. Whew, girl, I can't take this heat. My damn hair is sweating and I'm in need of a cold shower. And speaking of showers, tell Kizzy she don't pay no bills around these quarters, so stop wasting good water for her 20-minute showers. Heffa was in that shower the other day like she was doing a damn Dove commercial. Oh, girl, here she comes, here she comes. Hey, Kizzy girl, looking good. <laughs> I see you tonight in the kitchen for dinner. All right, baby. See you later. Now, what type of lotion does she use? Because her skin is as dried up as that meat she cooked last night for the family. Look, I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> oh, look at little Tom Tom. Just as handsome as his daddy, ain't he, girl? Mm -hmm. Hey, handsome. Yes, you are. You be careful playing in them fields now. All right, baby, run along. Speaking of his daddy. Is that his daddy? Word around the plantation that his mama, Mary Jo, don't know who or when. Big Tom, you are not the father. <laughs> oh, well, girl, our time is up. Yeah, we better get back to work before they realize we're missing the sign to send out swap. Now, you be careful in this heat now. Ooh, Lord. Child, this heat ain't no joke. Yoga with goats or hot yoga. Same yoga, different class, that's all. How liberating would it be to exercise in the nude? Mm. <laughs> Look, for so long, I've had a love-hate relationship with my body. I stopped wearing shorts because of my skinny legs. I hated them. The kids would tease me when I was a little girl. They would tell me that I looked like a confused chicken running around. Well, here I am grown and ready for the next adventure in life and that starts with naked yoga mm -hmm. oh and you should try it with me <laughs> don't look at me like that i feel like i like i want to be seen literally look this is what i go through and how i felt since i was a kid Sometimes at work, I feel like I'm back in high school with the mean girls again. I sit in my cubicle being tortured by their meaningless conversations about nothing. Girl, <laughs> it feels like I'm in a bad episode of Seinfeld. I'm having a, a 
Kramer moment. Mm. This class is what I need. This class is what I want. Nope. This is my choice and I am liberating myself. Yes. Oh, maybe I will meet my future husband in this class because I haven't been able to meet him on Match or any of those other dating sites. Oh, can you imagine me on my mat as I position myself cross legs sitting there between hairy men with grandpa droopy balls? <laughs> girl, whoever came up with this idea is genius. I mean, seriously, girl, think about it. This is the perfect way to not have to wear clothes and get a workout in without our bodies ever having to touch. It's the perfect orgasm if you ask me. I just want to slap the shit out of you. Where have you been all these years, man? Nothing. Of course. On the phone, you said you would love for me to get to a place where we could build a solid relationship and I could call you dad, but how? But how? Call you dad? Wow. Well, you would have to be one to get that title. Where have you been? <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's that I feel like I'm looking in the mirror because you look like me. Well, I look like you. All these years you were gone. And did you ever think about me? Did you ever wonder if I was eating, being treated well, if my mother still had me, or if I was in, in foster care? Did you ever wonder if I was a great student or a struggle with learning? Did you ever ask yourself as the years went on if there was a male figure in my life to teach me about the facts of life. Did you ever think to look for me and step in and take your place? When I was little, I used to make up stories that my father was in the military overseas. A well-known soldier who died in this horrible, horrible accident. Yeah, I had a hell of imagination. And that's what got me through. And of course, mom, <laughs> I was so good with making up stories about you that I started to believe my own lie. But it helped with being able to sleep at night. It really helped when I would see the other kids invite their parents to school for career day or some activity. to school for career day 
or some activity I was involved in when I needed my father. I needed my father. Where were you? Where were you when I needed to learn about how hard life would be as an adult, as a young black man navigating my way through this tunnel called life? Where were you? Every time I needed advice when dealing with relationships, be it with friends, a woman, co-workers, where were you? Dad, is it? How do I call you that when I don't know you? So, Dad, what's my favorite color? Do you know my favorite food or music? Did you know I'm allergic to penicillin? Yeah. Mom had to find out the hard way, and that was a long night at the ER. But you wouldn't know that since you weren't there, since you've never been there. And there were times I wanted to call you whenever I achieved something or accomplished something. For all the times that the kids at school would call me names and make fun of my off-brand name shoes mom brought me from Walmart. I needed you. Those teenage years were rough, man. And I could have really used your help. Your help. Mom did what she could as a woman teaching a young boy how to be a young man. She taught me compassion. Forgiveness respect, how to love myself and be the best me and to never give up on myself no matter what society said about me. She was my mom and my dad. But it's okay because your absence helped me. Your absence helped me. It helped me. It healed me. You did do one thing right by not being there and that was not giving me false hope. For that, now I, I say thanks. Thank you for not coming in and out because of the type of hurt is not repairable. I want you to know that I don't hate you. I can't. You weren't there. And it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, pretty fucked up. But I guess you had your reasons. I took your call to finally be able to hear your voice. And now I get to put a face to it as well. I don't hate you. I forgive you. And I want you to know. But with that being said, I feel like I've been waiting my whole life to meet you. <laughs> You know, it's funny when people make the statement because does one ever remember birth to five years old? <laughs> Probably not. For all the stories I've heard about you. Yeah, we're alike in many ways. And I'm ready. I I'm ready and opened to us getting to know each other. Hi, I'm your son. 
nice to finally meet you, Dad. Thank you for calling MHY Management Office. Our office is currently closed. To leave a message for the office, please dial 215-555-9465 and press 1. If this is an emergency, please call the police. If it's an emergency for our maintenance office team, please dial 215-555-9465 with the option of 3. Thank you, and we look forward to serving you. Who's going to remove the dead fucking mouse behind my stove? Well, I'm pissed and will use whatever colorful language I please. I've been living here for two years, and to know that Mickey and his crew were living back there holding church. Oh, it freaks me out. I didn't invite them, but they decided to run rampant in my home like I was throwing a party. Listen, I pay too much rent to live like this, Mr. Roy. If I wanted to live with damn rodents, I would go to the city zoo. Now, I want to know what you plan on doing about this. Excuse me. No, you didn't ask me how I keep my home. Does it look like I live foul? How dare you? Especially since you've been in my home for repairs. Do you know who the hell I am? I am an executive boss at a prestigious marketing company. I call the shots. And when I come home, I want to relax with a nice glass of red Merlot and put on some Luther Vandross to help me calm down from my overwhelming day. My home is fierce. But instead, I get home in Mickey is in my kitchen looking at me, asking me, baby, how was your day? Had I known, sir, you were going to rent the apartment to me with a live-in boyfriend, I never would have moved here. He doesn't contribute, nor did he sign the lease. <sighs> Mr. Roy, my patience is being tested. <laughs> now, either you Handle this infestation or I will contact L and I and I knew you don't want that. All I want is peace and a nice clean home for what I am paying. This pandemic, damn it, is bringing out the worst in folks. Goodbye, sir. So what are you saying? Just because I don't wear a suit and tie or, or, or have money like pretty boy Mike, I'm not good enough for you, for us. <laughs> when we met three years ago, baby, I was the man you wanted and loved. What changed? You knew from the beginning that I was an artist, particularly a freelance artist. What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> it means... I get to work where I can and make my own damn schedule. 
and sometimes pay is great or shitty. Sometimes there's work or there isn't. That's how it is. But you promise you would always be my biggest cheerleader. What happened? Look, if you call yourself my lady, then I expect your understanding and support. I expect my lady to have my back and not treat me like a charity case. What I'm going through is temporary, babe. I feel it. Work, work is coming. Just give me a break here. Damn. You know, I was there for you when you would come home upset about not getting the, the, that promotion at work. Or when, when you your sister fell out about how to properly take care of your mother when she was ill. Yeah. And, 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 and when you had to write that essay for that, for that women's conference, I stayed up with you till three in the morning to make sure that shit was perfect. Well, well, guess what? I need you now. More than ever. Yeah, I know. Money's scarce right now, but I'm working on my grind to book a gig. It just hasn't happened yet. I know, I know you're not into the starving artist look, but baby, I'm not a starving artist. A brother eats well because you are the shit in the kitchen. <laughs> baby, this argument is stupid and why are we going through this? Look, if you wanna break up with me because you think pretty boy has more money and can provide for you, fine. Just don't blame it on me being an artist. I mean, I didn't hear you complain when when I would uh, when I would uh, 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 surprise you with me mini weekend getaways, or or me drawing you when when you slept so perfectly and beautifully. You told me that I could go out and sell those pics and make great money. Oh, and I never heard you complain when I would give you my entire check when money was good. But now, now you need a brother to be a nine to five guy. Am I in competition with Mike for your love? Is that why you're ending this? Wow. Well, you got your shit with you too. I mean, I don't complain when 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 you're laughing loudly and, and, and all your teeth is showing just like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All it is, baby. All you live is. Oh, wait. When you would smack your food eh, 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 while you eat, oh, that drove me fucking insane. But I... you know what? This argument is stupid, <laughs> baby. We can save this. Just don't blame it on me being an artist. I. So that's it. Well, don't come to me when you when you see my name on the marquee of a Broadway show or when I'm on a red carpet in cans. I'm not your nine to five dude, babe. Sorry, not sorry. Chocolate. 
Hey, chocolate. Yo. Hey, yo. Chocolate. I'm not in the mood for this shit. That catcalling really gets on my nerves. Anyway, I had a really great time with my girls tonight. These women are the epitome of boss. That stands for beautiful, outstanding sisters succeeding. I just made that up. Hey, sweet thing. Hey, girl, come in. Come in, chocolate, come in. He approaches me as I'm trying to go home. I'm hurrying to get to my car because it's windy and out here and one wrong shift of the wind and my lovely lady locks will go falling out. These are clip-ins, by the way. Don't judge me. That's the beauty of black women. I mean, one minute we can have the Tony Braxton 90s short haircut to the Janet Jackson poet Justice Braids by tomorrow, not to mention the Angela Davis Fight the Power Afro by tonight. <laughs> hey, boo. Hey, you know you hear me talking to you, girl. Now, come on. Now I'm walking fast because it's windy and my damn stomach is turning. And this fool won't back down with his shenanigans. And where the hell did I park my car? Hey, dog skin girl. Hey, yo, come on. Hey, give me a minute, boo. You single? No, I'm not single. Which is what I told him, thinking that, you know, his annoying ass would leave me alone. I pick up my speed, but to my surprise, he is right on my heels, invading my personal space. <sighs> he jumps in front of me and scares the shit out of me. His breath smells like trash. I put my hand up to stop him from talking to me and to walk away, but he grabs my arm. I tense up and I try to pull away, but he tightens his grip on my wrist. I immediately tense up even more and try to push him away. In that moment, I froze, feeling helpless and, and confused and trying to figure out what to do. Like, what the hell is going on here? And then he says... I know you heard me talking to you, girl. Why are you playing hard to get? I screamed. Leave me alone! And then I hauled ass, not looking back. Uh, while he yelled at me, I'm an ugly bitch and other disgusting words. I'm struggling to catch my breath and lost one of my clippings. I have got to move out of this city. A girl can't walk down the street without dealing with this kind of nonsense. It's not okay. Listen, my name is not Hey Chocolate. It's not sexy. It's not boo. It's not dark skin. And while I appreciate the fact that you recognize the beauty of the rich, rich, deep melanin that I've been blessed with, I know what my mama has named me. So then, please, if you're gonna approach me, just say hello. Ladies and gentlemen, here, I'm gonna have to I didn't know what to do. You just started screaming and going off. In my mind, I thought you were prepping to go on stage to perform until the entire room got quiet and you were pointing at that guy. What was I supposed to do? I'm so sorry, babe. Everything just happened so fast. Hey, don't walk away from me. Look, I know I don't understand the pain that asshole caused you. And I promise you if I could go back in there and beat his ass, I would. But I wasn't there when it happened. And for you to feel like I didn't have your back while in there is insane. How was I supposed to know he would be here? 
He just sat in the corner with friends, and it wouldn't have made sense for me to just go up to him and start going off. I don't know him. Is that what you wanted me to do? Look, what happened was so long ago, and you said you were doing fine going to therapy and all. I mean, really, now isn't the place. Why are you yelling at me? What did I do? Wait, what? What is that supposed to mean? All you guys are the same. So basically, you're comparing me to a fucking rapist. I didn't do this. Wow. You act like I was hanging out with the guy or that I knew him. What do you want me to say to make this better? How can I make this better for you? For us? Let me ask you this. If he did what he did to you the first time, why did you continue to communicate or go back to him? I don't understand. Why did you allow this to happen? I didn't mean that you wanted to be attacked. I just don't understand going back to him after the first time. It doesn't matter what I say, because I feel like you want to blame me for all of this. I'm sure I'll never understand, but I want to. Stop crying, babe. I want to be there to wipe your tears or hold you when you're feeling scared or having trouble sleeping or just don't want to talk and need to be held. Let me be there. Don't make me pay for what he did. He was a, he is a monster. And I promise you, I'm with you and we are going to fight this evil, but you have to let me in, babe. Please, let me in. Let me in. I promise you that as long as I'm with you, no one is ever going to be able to hurt you. No one. Look, I can't understand the horror or pain you experience, but I want to experience you healing and moving forward. My promise to you is that I'll be more open and understanding, and I'm going to be right there walking with you until this monster is defeated. I got you. girls always go missing and no one cares. We never make it to the end of our own movies. Hardly ever. Last to see, last to grieve, last to build the vigils and keep the memory of y'all alive. And some Megan and Tory Lane stuff. To all y'all listening out there, y'all need to protect black women. Protect us at all costs because it's real out here and off our backs you get sex, culture, commerce, hashtags. Hashtags. 
while our mouths are stitched shut, quieting the revolution between beating our breasts, our body wearing the markers of invasions, duress, green cutting us off at the neck, off our backs, the Drew Barrymore's, Jennifer Love Hewitt's, Jamie Lee Curtis, live to see another day, running into confirmations after we've been set times up. I'm savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. Oiling my body, tightening my boots, on the tightrope dazzling your white gaze with black girl magic, the hot and tot booty in ape-like arms that win grand slams, black girl magic, picking out my hair, glossing on my lips in the name of all the black girl soldiers, double dutching with hoop earrings and braids, modern colored girls moving to ends of her own rainbow, writing this new horror movie, coming to you tonight in the year of 2020, black girl survives the night, Foxy Brown meets Parasite meets 28 Days Later with some P-Valley. In this movie, I'm gonna be getting my hair done where no bullets shall pass. We see enough of that on the news feed. There should be books and spells because I'm eternal magic and it's not some witchcraft or voodoo. It's sacred and pure. Lauren's voice when she unplugged. Don't let Lena Waite write this movie. In her version, Sex sells absolutely. The trauma black body sustains longer the news cycle. Don't let Spike direct this movie. I have to sleep with a bunch of different men, maybe a woman, before I decide to steer my ship. Cause it's off his back. Black men are free to do whatever, whenever. Only Maxwell can sing me that song. And please, please don't let Tyler Perry write either. I don't wanna be broken down, down on my luck with my back against the wall, crying to Jesus before healing comes in the morning. And like Janet, I'm in control. And what have you done for me lately? Blasted my skin across Vogue in the rich blue that shows my natural hue. Don't have nobody white, write my ghetto bougie best friend that gives shade advice and let you run ahead of them cause she poor, pregnant and don't have much to live for besides EBT swipes and credit scams to get her brother into college while she's working and be a star, dealing with her drug addicted mother and incarcerated father. We all know I would have been left, been nowhere near that scene, that crime, cause black women spend time in prison for having the wrong zip code and not college admission frauds. I want to see, I want to see black royal folks, children of slaves and immigrants and addicts and exiles saving their town from real ass threats like COVID. Cause we are the real essential workers keeping things open and stop. No drive-bys, just click and go. Perseverers of national tragedies, Katrina, 9-11, Trayvon, Maria, Emmett, even Journey ran the underground and drove the Lovecraft ghosts away. And I don't want to be Diana singing Lady Day's blues. Black girl soldiers, black girl soldiers. Sisters, how y'all doing tonight? Sisters, how y'all feeling? No more lip service. No more sister circles. This is a call to arms. I need Cecily, Viola, and Taraji, Anjane, Nicole, Bahari, and Thandy too to deliver this speech. Nothing they report can foreshadow our end. Our voices are etched into every law, policy, and song they take the hurt bullets. And faded footage of pain can be gentrified so we are not erased. Like T'Challa, our Dijala is a vast plane resting on the top of her crown. 
The land is the mane of fro that she picked till her hands turned cracked like brown paper bag. It blocked out the sun, the cotton falling over her shoulder with a delicate smile, whimsical kiss, wrapping his arms around her lovingly. And I shall resurrect a warrior with Michonne's machete on my mother, on my sister, my aunts, my grandmother, my great grandmother, calling on all of you women soldiers and healers perseveres warriors. We are not extinct. No one can kill us. No one can kill us. No one can kill us. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoy Standby for Places and want to hear more plays, don't forget to subscribe. And also, Check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash standbyforplaces or on Instagram at standbyforplacespod.